0: An alien reptilian creature is spotted on the side of a road, and it stirred up some interesting emotions in me. And then we take a look at some haunted hitchhiking roads in California. Yes, yes, it's an interactive adventure. Yes, yes, it's from Backpackerverse. But some of these stories, creepily enough, are true. Today on Dead Rabbit Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio, I'm your host Jason Carpenter. I'm having a great day, I hope you guys are having a great day too. We've got lots of stuff to cover, so we're just going to go ahead and get started. Or two, this is our second episode of Alien Week. I said in the last episode, I go, each episode will have a story that sends chills down your spine. And then I talk about Trump, saying aliens don't exist. And I was like, I didn't really think that one out. This one doesn't send chills down your spine it had a very curious effect on me, though. Very curious effect on me. So, in 2015, the year 2015, on December 6th, a 63-year-old man, I've never been jealous of a 63-year-old man before, but a 63-year-old man is driving through the back streets or, like, around Oklahoma City. It's 4.30 in the morning. He's driving around. He's dri- now, if you want to go here, you may know the area because I want to go here. He's driving down Southwest 29th Street. And he's driving through 4.30 in the morning. He's on his way to work. And he sees a bean, some sort of figure, jump up on the side of the road. Out of like a culvert. So there's like a little ditch that has water that goes through a little tunnel under a road. I had to look up what a culvert was. So I'm telling you, if you don't know, I had to look it up. Anyways, he jumps up out of a culvert, or she, or it. We're going to say she. She jumps up out of a culvert. And she stands there for about 60 seconds looking at this man as he's driving his car. And he's freaking out because he sees this thing. This is how he describes it. It had large eyes and small pointed ears. Its eyes were orange with no glow when the headlights hit them. It had a small mouth with a nose similar to a cat. It had three toes curled over the edge of the curb with heels like a human. Extremely large (laughs) thighs. (laughs) <laughs> extremely large thighs that matched the base of its tail, its tail was extremely long with the huge base tapering down to no bigger than a matchstick. He said it was about three feet tall, and its skin it was rept he described it as reptilian looking even though that sounded fairly feline. He got the idea that it was a reptilian looking because it had like scales had like lizard skin, but it was like a creamy white, almost iridescent skin, pearl you could say. And it's looking at him, and he takes all this in in a brief moment, and he said it looks like he was trying to figure out if it could cross the road before I hit it with my car. And all of a sudden, it darted off and jumped into the other side of the road. He said that this thing appeared to be very intelligent. Very intelligent creature. Now, you're thinking, okay, Jason. Reptilian, maybe. You know, kangaroo, escaped from the zoo that also has scales and stuff like that, but reptilian. Reptilian creature. You're not a huge fan of reptilians. You're always... Poo pooing over all the humanoid reptilian. Hey, hey, hey. That's true. That's true. Until I saw a picture of this thing. Now, before you get a sight, it's not a photograph. But he drew, somebody drew, a drawing of what he saw. I fell in love. I fell in love with a reptile. This thing, it's a girl. It's a girl, creamy white skin. Iridescent scales that shine underneath the headlights. Thick thighs. These thighs are three times thicker than it's the rest of its body. Let's get it on. Let's get it on reptilian girl. Because okay, here's the thing. I don't like reptilians. I don't even really like reptiles, but this thing, man, has a little cat face, little like pearl-colored scales, and and before you think I'm into like some creepy stuff. He said it was intelligent, so that means it can consent. It's not bestiality. This thing is, like, smarter. Well, I guess a dog <laughs> and figure out whether or not it can cross it. That's not true. Dogs get hit by cars all the time. This thing, he said, seemed extremely intelligent. You would never say that about an animal. So, you know, you can have a conversation with her, take her out to dinner, you know, talk to her for a bit. This thing, I am now coining the term kilf. Cryptid, I'd like to have sexual relations with it's a kilf this thing is hot dude you know me man i like thick thighs dude i like you know and like it's all fit it's like can run across the it's like thick but it can like run across streets before cars hit it dude and i know you're thinking jason you're just doing a bit i want you to go i know you're like jason i listen to a podcast in my car i can't keep clicking on links when you're at home by yourself you have some private time click on the link below, look at the photo of this kilf, and tell me you don't want to cuddle up next to it. Now, I have to admit, three feet is way too short. That's not something that I'm into, other than the height thing, which I can overlook because everything else is so... I mean, if it was a dude, I guess that's a deal breaker too. But even the way it's drawn looks like a chick. So, creamy reptilian woman, hop on over to Hood River. I'll show you a good time. I'll take you to my leader. So anyways, let's go ahead and move on. That's our alien story for today. See, that didn't send chills down your spine. It sent chills up mine. Okay, so now you're thinking, Jason, your alien week is not off to a good start. Trust me. I like those stories, but... If you're looking for spooky alien stories, next three days are quite (laughs) chilling. You're like, Jason, you already said that yesterday. And you talked about Trump and UFOs. And now you're talking about (laughs) banging an alien that might not even be an alien. It could be an escaped kangaroo. Anyways, it's intelligent. It can consent, right? Extremely intelligent. Extremely intelligent. Anyways, let's go ahead and move past my kilf story. Let's move on to Backpackerverse. Now... Backpackerverse, quick introduction is a website that is notorious for just making stuff up out of whole cloth which is quite entertaining in and of itself and the comments are always hilarious because people go that place isn't haunted i don't even know why they have comments on their page because people are always like disputing the fact that places are haunted but i had such a good time covering them and this one some of the stories are actually true Shocking, aren't they? Shocking, and we'll cover those as well. But first, I want you to pick a number between one and five. Okay, you got it. Okay, remember that number. Now we're gonna go ahead and hop in the Jason Jalopy. We're gonna go for a ride. Now, as far as the story is concerned, I'm simply I'm the the AI. I'm the Kit. I'm the little. Woo-woo. Whoa, whoa. that's a dated reference and I'm not going to explain who Kit is I'm a talking car I'm the Jason Jalopy because I'm not picking a number I'm not getting trapped in any of these hellish experiences first off we're going to Proctor Valley in San Diego County so you're driving me this is going to get weird I'm the car you're driving me around it's 1am the moon is out and everything's spooky fog drifting across the road a coyote in the distance. Arr, that's a wolf. Wait, no, it's a coyote. Coyote's a wolf, right? Kind of. they dog. Uh oh. th- Anyways, there's you hear you hear it a, a canine type howling out in the field, and you see a young woman walking down the street holding her thumb out. Mmm. A couple of pornos started off like this. Quite a few horror movies as well. Pick your poison. See, so you don't know. It's fifty fifty, really. <laughs> Actually, it's like 90-10, 90% 10 ten. Ninety percent you're going to get murdered, but. You pull over, and you pick up this young woman, and she gets into your car. If you pick up a hitchhiker, do you put him in the back seat? I picked up hitchhikers. Well, technically, they weren't hitchhikers. I, there was this mother and her son, or is a grandma and her son, whose car broke down, and I gave him a ride to a grocery store. And when I say son, the dude was in his twenties, but I think the mom sat in the front seat. But yeah, I don't know the hitchhiker etiquette. Once I was driving down the road, I used to look like such a like. I had a big puffy beard and totally wild hair and I was driving around my I think it was the Ford Mustang and I was full of garbage I'm driving down Rio Linda out in Rio Linda out by Sacramento I'm driving down the road and I looked like just like a serial killer and no joke I was driving down Rio Linda through Rio Linda and I see a hitchhiker on the road in front of me and he has his thumb out and he sees me driving and when he gets to look at me he puts his hands in his pocket I was too scuzzy looking for a hitchhiker to get in my car. But anyway, so where we go. Oh, yeah, yeah, so you pick this woman up. You're like Jason, just tell just tell the damn ghost stories. You pick this woman up, she gets into your let's say your front seat cuz she's an attractive young woman. And she turns to you and she goes, "Thank you for the ride." And you're like, "Hey, no problem. Where are you headed?" And she goes, "That depends." Did you pick number 5? And you go, "Yeah, I picked number 5." So, According to Backpackerverse, the legend of Proctor Valley Road is this, that one day there are these two college boys, they're driving down Proctor Valley Road, and they see the hitchhiker of a young woman, and they pick her up, and they go missing. They go missing for four days. Friends, family, police are searching the area, can't find them. On the fifth day, one of the college boys appears on the side of the road, and he was bawling his eyes out, and when the authorities get there, they go, what happened, what happened? And he said, it wasn't me who did it. It wasn't me who did it. It wasn't me who did it. Just catatonic, crazy. The other friend was never found. And the legend goes that a young woman was raped and murdered on this road, and her spirit is now hunting other men who drive down Proctor Valley Road. Which would make sense why he's saying like this. The implication is that they were obviously taken to some sort of hellscape universe And she was punishing them for her own rape and murder. And he's like, I didn't do it, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. Now, there's no proof of any of that happening. I did look up Proctor Valley Road, though. And it is known to be haunted. It's known to be plagued by something. This is what I don't understand about Backpacker Universe. So that story, it's a creepy ghost story. Like, giving credit, that's a creepy ghost story you would tell your babysitter before you left her alone with your kids. Proctor Valley does have this thing known as the Proctor Valley Monster. And it is actually... Like, some people have compared it to Bigfoot, some people have compared it to a deranged cow. It's a fairly well-known monster in the area, but um, there's no story of this hitchhiking ghost. However, if you pick number five, you disappear. No one ever finds you again, and you are forever tormented in a hellish dark dimension by a hitchhiker who believes all men are responsible for her crime. (laughs) That got a little... That got a little topical there real quick. But anyways, let's let's navigate, let's go away from that subject. And let's go on to Hicks Road in San Jose. Now, Hicks Road in San Jose, it's 2 a.m. It's dark and foreboding. You don't know what you're doing out this late. You don't know why you're driving a car that sounds exactly like a podcast host that you listen to. And you're trying to figure out why he keeps trying to drive to Oklahoma City. You're like, dude, why do you keep changing the GPS coordinate to Oklahoma City? But you're driving down Hicks Road. And you see on the side of the road a very disturbing thing in the middle of the night. You see a young boy holding a baby. Has his thumb out. Now, all three of those things are creepy. Little boy in the middle of the night. Little boy holding a baby. Little boy hitchhiker. Those are all creepy things to see in the middle of the night. But you're driving by. And you're not an idiot. Like... Maybe you do want to stop and pick this kid up with a baby. It would be questionable <laughs> either way. Either you abandon a kid and you're just a jerk. Or you let a possible like serial killer possessed spirit into your car. I guess really that should kind of show you how I look at life. If I'm driving down the road and see a kid and a baby. I'm going to assume it's some sort of spirit. Rather than like people who have just escaped a kidnapper. Or are trying to flag down help because their parents are having heart attacks at their campsite. Anyways. You're driving, and you see the little boy holding his thumb up, and then he holds up his fingers to hold up the number three. And you're like, oh, that's the number I picked. I picked number three. What a coincidence. So this comes from a story, according to Backpacker Verse, where a young woman, I <laughs> have to put that in here. Some of them are true. Young woman was driving down Hicks Road, and she saw the little boy holding the baby. Now, she doesn't stop for him. She decides to keep driving, and... She sees in her rearview mirror, standing by the side of the road, the boy still holding his thumb up, but now he's glaring at her. She's like, that's kind of weird. Why is that kid so pissed off? I didn't pick him up in the middle of the night. But then the little boy, you'll understand why I'm doing this story. Then the little boy is no longer on the side of the road. He's in her backseat of her car. And the baby is screaming at an ear-piercing level. And he says to her, he shouldn't have done that. And the boy and the baby vanish. But for the next two weeks, the woman heard the baby's piercing scream in her ear. No matter where she went, no matter what she did, and eventually she shot herself in the head. Now, don't feel bad that none of that happened. A woman did not actually kill herself because of that. Although I do have to say that would be something that I think would be easy to trigger someone to kill themselves. Like if you had a baby screaming in your head. I know moms do. But eventually like, you know, moms or like parents and stuff like that can like swath the baby to sleep. Swaddle the baby to sleep. Rock it to sleep. Whatever. I don't have a baby. This would be a constant baby screaming in your ear. Would drive you mad. But again, it didn't happen so don't feel bad. But if you pick number three, you drive past that kid. And you hear that piercing, weee, in your ear as you see the little boy in your backseat going, you shouldn't have done that, number three. Can't avoid the sound. You can't avoid the sound It's driving you mad. But to be fair, number three, I'll give you the out. You can actually pick up the kid. Let's say that because you might not be as heartless as me and this fictional woman. You pick up the kid and he goes, thanks. And he gets in the backseat of your car, and now you've just adopted a ghost kid and a ghost baby. So the kid isn't crying all the time in your ear, but you do have to pick up extra hours at your job to pay for them to go to ghost school. So, you know, pick your poison. One of them, you're driven insane by the sound of a piercing baby. The other one, you have a 10-year-old and a baby that never age and exist forever, and you have to take care of them. They're playing Ghost Nintendo. Ghosts and Goblins is their favorite game. Ghostbusters gives them nightmares. And they listen to the song Ghost Town on repeat every day. So then you just end up killing yourself because of that. So let's go ahead and now we move on to San Diego Freeway. And this is an El Cajon or near El Cajon. You're driving down San Diego Freeway. It's three in the morning. And you see a hitchhiker on the side of the road. You're like, that sounds familiar. Just tell us there's a hitchhiker. You don't have to build a scene each time. You're driving down the freeway. You see a hitchhiker by the side of the road. It's a teenager with sunken eyes, hollow cheekbones, and moles on his face. And you're like, uh eh, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Kind of a weird combination. So anyways, you stop and you pull over to pick him up. Because you've learned that that's probably better than having a baby scream in your ear. You pull over, you pick him up. He's like, thank you. You want to play Magic the Gathering with me? And you're like, oh, great. He's one of those teenagers, one of those cool teenagers. And you're like happy that you picked up a fellow magic player. Anyways, you guys talk about Modern Horizons for a while as you're driving home. And then you realize that where he wants to go is only a few blocks from your house. You're like, that's kind of a creepy coincidence. He gets out of the car. And then as he's walking away, he turns to you and he goes, hey. Hey, what number did you pick? And you go, pick number one. That's what I thought, man. You look like a number one. What does that mean? He just walks away. And the next day, you wake up, and your pet is killed. Whatever pet it is. Even if you have, like, a pet, indestructible rhino, it's killed. And written in blood next to your pet, it says, I'm done for now. Now, to be fair, that's fairly tame. You didn't get sucked into a hellish landscape. You're not tormented by a baby or have to raise two ghost kids that aren't your own. But this was the story that was told by Backpackerverse that a woman picked up this creepy kid that he was dropped off. His house was a few streets over from her house and the next day her cat was cut open. Now, this story does actually have some truth behind it. Not the ghost part. The real part, which is actually far more terrifying. On San Diego Freeway, in El Cajon, near El Cajon, 1958. It's November. There's a guy driving home. His name is, Th- this is 100% true. This guy's driving home. His name is Thomas Pendergast. He sees a teenage boy walking down the freeway. Th- this is what's so funny. This story is far more terrifying than I woke up and my cat was killed. Anyways, he picks up the teenager. The teenager's name was Carl Alfred Eater. So again, whenever there's three names, serial killer. He takes the kid home and feels bad for the kid, talking to him for a bit, feels bad about his circumstances, and says, you can stay with my family for a while. One month later, Thomas comes home from work, and his family of five, wife, four kids, murdered. Carl gets caught a couple days later, and he says, what happened was, the first murder was on accident. Um, as, as will happen, the first murder, this kid was making too much noise. He was crying. It's, that's weird. I didn't make that connection before. First one was an accident. It was a little kid He was crying too much. Ended up killing him on accident, he says. And then the mom says, call the doctor, call the doctor. And then she he turns around and shoots the mom. And then he cut the throats of two of the kids. And then two of the older kids are at school. And he waited at the house for them to come home. And when they walked through the door, he slit their throats as well, and then ran, and they caught him two days later. He ended up going to prison. He was found guilty for multiple murders. And because it was in California, and the story took place in the 50s and the 60s, they put him in a minimum security prison, and one day he just walked away. And they've never seen him since. So sleep tight, residents of El Cajon. They think the guy is still out there. He would be in about his 70s. And that's where this ghost story comes from. That is far more... T- oh, your cat's chopped up. Come on, man. Really? You just had a guy get sucked into a rape dimension. If you're not going to make stuff up, just make stuff up. Cat. Come on. This, you know, this is based on a real thing. And that's the best you could come up with. A woman wakes up, her cat's dead. So, we've had the ghost of a murdered rape victim. Then we have the two-for-one ghost of the boy and his little baby. I wonder if it was his baby. That's actually quite terrifying. And then we just had a ghost based on the true story of Carl Alfred Eder. So what's next for us, Jason? What's next? So here we go. We're driving down Highway 101 in Prunedale. And as we're driving down the road, it's four in the morning. We see a billboard that says, are you scared yet? You will be. bobsboards.com and you're like, what's that? That's weird. <laughs> and that is something we're going to talk about tomorrow, because it is a definitely weird story. And I found it when I was researching whether or not these roads are actually haunted. So this little teaser for tomorrow, bobsboards.com. But we passed the board, we passed the teaser for tomorrow's episode. We're driving down the road. Now it says here that I'm going to read this quote exactly from, from Backpackerverse. I'm going to read this quote. This is from a website. It's like 10 hitchhikers, 10 haunted hitchhikers in California. I'm obviously cutting out a bunch of them, but this one was just bizarre. Think about what we've dealt with before. Now we have, here's this quote. Highway 101 has been a hot spot for accidents for several years now. While some attribute the <laughs> while 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 some attribute these to reckless drivers, several Several claim a b- <laughs> We've dealt with, with with murdered rave ghosts and these hellish freaks and serial killers. This one says several claim a black man caused them to lose control of their vehicles. Just a black dude, not a shadow person, not a not a phantom, phantom with a hat, just a black dude. Just a black dude is their villain in this story. Just a random black guy. Several claim a black man <laughs> caused them to lose control of their vehicles. I'm like, what is up with? Okay, so, anyways, so this one actually is kind of hard because the story itself is so funny that it's hard to slot you into it. But I'll have to do it. I'll have to do it somehow. So, because I, I want to tell Backpacker versus actual version of these events. In 2009, a woman, so in this one, if you pick this number, you're a woman. In 2009, a woman was driving down Highway 101. And she saw a black man hitchhiking, and she doesn't pick him up. She ignores him. One mile down, she sees what's described... (laughs) She sees what's described as the body of a, quote, large man hanging from a tree. Now, what's funny is Backpackerverse does never specifically say... If the black dude who's hitchhiking is the same black guy hanging from the tree, they never describe the black guy as large, and they never describe the large man as black. I feel like the implication is it's the same guy, but I don't think they want to go that far with their made up story. I don't want them, I don't think they want to, like, remind us of horrible lynchings to have this stupid website. So I don't even know why they're even going this far. There was, no, I looked it up, I couldn't find any proof of this. People do say they do have that Bob's board on there, and we'll get to that in another episode, but I think it's so funny because they want to build up this legend, but they never specifically want to say she saw a black man hanging from a tree because the implica- that's just so gruesome. So she sees a, quote, a large man hanging from a tree. We don't know what his ethnicity is. She gets out of the car when she sees the body hanging from the tree. Now, I wouldn't. I- I've already passed up a kid and a baby If I saw a man hanging from a tree, I'm going to assume it's too late to do anything. I will just drive to the nearest town, or I forgot, it's 2019, I'll pull out my cell phone and call the police. I'm not gonna get out. He's hanging. Anyways, she gets out of the car, and the rope snaps, and the body falls to the ground. The large body falls to the ground. And she runs over, but she sees no body there. It doesn't exist. At that point... She turns around and she sees the black man standing behind her. And she says, she sees the same black man as in the hitchhiker. Not the large man. She sees the same black man with red eyes shining bright and a wicked smile on his mouth. And he says, Miss, I need a ride. And the story just ends. Like, what happens after that? The woman obviously escaped this scenario because she's able to tell it. Did she go to the cops? And she goes, yeah. And then I turn around and the black guy and they're like, wait, wait, wait. The cops are like, wait, was the black guy the same guy hanging from the tree? The woman's like, listen, I really don't want to get into the details of it. But I turn around and the black guy said, miss, I need a ride. The cops are looking at her and they're like, and then what happened? And she goes, well, I mean, that's the end of the story. And they're like, yeah, but I mean, did he disappear? Did he turn into a puff of smoke? She's like, no, that's just how the story ends. You got back in your car, right? You came here, right? Yeah, well, then what happened after he said, Miss, I need a ride, and you getting to your car? What happened Is you? Just nothing. Like, I don't understand how the story just ends like that. But you might. Because if you picked number two, if you pick number two, you turn around, and the man looks at you and goes, Miss and or mister, I need a ride. And then you just give him a ride. You just give him a ride to a local town. He gets out. He goes to a jazz festival. Has a good time. So I guess that's probably your best bet is if you pick this dude up. Take him to the jazz festival. It's all good. You guys have a good time together. That's probably the best ending you're going to get because now we're going to Old Stage Road. We're going to wrap it up with Old Stage Road. This is in Salinas. It's 5 in the morning. Sun is starting to crest. It's not as dark as all the other creepy stories. But in this story, you have a family. So I don't know if you have a family in real life, but in this story, you do. But you're a single person. So it's you and your three kids. You're driving through Old Stage Road. And you see a man smoke a cigarette on the side of the road, hitchhiking. You're like, huh? pick him up. them. I mean, why not? This 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 is another weird one. So you don't have a choice. You gotta pick this person up. Oh, and you're number four, by the way, because that's the only number left. So sorry. You pick number four, you have no control over the rest of the story. You're driving, you pick up a smoking hitchhiker to put into your car with your kids. You're driving down the road and you're having a conversation. You're like, hey man, what's up? You play Magic the Gathering? (laughs) I was like, no, what that's for nerds, dude. You're like, oh, sorry. You're putting away your commander deck. You were hoping to play a game in the car. The car's swerving everywhere. He looks at you now. He's like, what a nerd. And so your kids start coughing. Your kids are like (coughs) coughing from the smoke. And you're like, hey, man, can you roll down your window? He's like, yeah, sure. And he rolls down his window, but just more. He's smoking more. (laughs) Now he's smoking even more aggressively because all of the smoke's gone out of the car. He likes to hotbox himself smoking even harder. Kids are like, (coughs) dad or mom. (laughs) At that point you're confused Because you don't know if you're a dad or a mom This is a really weird dimensional portal You've fallen into But your kids are complaining This guy's smoking a ton of cigarettes In your car and eventually you're like, hey, dude, can you get out of my car? Like, look at my kids are my kids are complaining about all the cigarette smoke. And the dude doesn't get out of the car. Now, if you think this sounds really random, this is supposedly a story that happened to a woman who had a bunch of kids in the car. She picked up a smoking hitchhiker. So if it seems like I'm just making up random stuff, this supposedly actually happened. But, anyways, eventually you are able to convince the smoker to get out of your car. Which the whole thing is, is why would you pick up a smoking hitchhiker? With a bunch of why would you pick up a hitchhiker with your kids in your car? I'm thinking when I'm reading it. she was hoping like back before Tinder she was hoping to get some strange like she was hoping that she was gonna pick up this handsome. I don't know if he was handsome. she could have been desperate she hoping to pick up this dude and he wanted to smoke so much, they would have went home and had sex while the kids were playing I don't know Rubik's Cube or whatever so but that's not what happened, and that's not what's gonna happen with you either. You kick out the dude. And then you're like, wasn't that rude? And the kids are like, it was rude you picked up a smoking hitchhiker in the first place. They're all mad at you. Their clothes smell like smoke now. They're not going to have a good day. But you take them home, and everyone goes to bed. And you're laying in bed, and you're like, hmm, I wonder what it would have felt like to be with a hitchhiker for just one night. I wonder what his smoke filled kisses would have tasted like. And as you start to drift off to sleep, you hear your fire alarm go off, and you wake up, and. There's huge fire in the house, and only you and your youngest kid survive. The other two die in the fire. Which is, that's quite grim. Much better than just being told I need a ride to a jazz festival. So if you pick number four, you've lost two members of your fictional family that never existed. You're like, but in this reality, they did. I'm so confused. Anyways, the story goes that the next day, the firefighters were like, we found what caused the source of the fire. And they they show the woman, they show you, a cigarette butt and the implication is the guy like showed up at your that's not even really a ghost story that's just a dude that you piss off kicking out of your car going to your house and flicking a cigarette into your house and killing everybody but i think the implication was he was some sort of ghost and it was a ghost cigarette i'm not for sure but if you pick number four i will send wreaths for your fictional kids who died these fictional deaths on this very real road. And what's funny is that this road actually is known to be haunted to the point that Zach Baggins and the Ghost Adventurers crew went to Old Stage Road and did like an investigation there. But let's wrap it up with this. I think it's kind of known not to pick up hitchhikers. I think it's kind of known not to hitchhike. It's probably one of the most dangerous things you can do on the road other than drinking and driving. I have no statistics to back that up, but it sounds awfully dangerous. We know it's dangerous because how dangerous humans can be towards each other. But when you add in the paranormal, when you add in a world of demons and vengeful spirits and malicious poltergeists, also populating the side of the road, also looking for a ride, you have to ask yourself, how daring do you want to be? How trusting do you want to be? Because you never know if you're picking up a person or a thing. And you never know if you're giving them a ride to their home or to yours. DeadRabbitRadio at gmail.com is going to be your email address. You can also hit us up at facebook.com deadrabbitradio. Twitter is at Jason O. Carpenter. Dead Rabbit Radio is the daily paranormal, conspiracy, and true crime podcast. You don't have to listen to it every day, but I'm glad you listened to it today. Have a great